0: Everyone loves a good family mystery to reveal a scandalous family secret. You guys, I love getting lost in this world. It's so beautiful and engaging, and I can't wait to unwind at the end of the day on the couch with this game and a cup of tea. So can you crack the case? Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Okay, everyone knows that finding the perfect t-shirt can be a challenge. I've always had problems whether it's with the fit or the quality. Luckily, the perfect t-shirt does exist and you can find it at skims. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, there is a style for everyone. You guys know that I've been wearing skims for a while and I recently just tried another t-shirt of theirs. It's the best form-fitting t-shirt i have ever had i just got the skims soft smoothing t-shirt and it is the most flattering t-shirt the fabric is smooth it's versatile i can wear it running errands or literally dress it up for a date night
1: look i'm just here to be a witness and let and let everyone know that Payne's not lying she loves her skim stuff she looks good in her skim stuff only i've seen it obviously
0: not my tea you i guess t- that's true. i guess t-shirt. everyone's
1: seen her t-shirts but she loves her skim stuff and I'm just an eyewitness.
0: Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com now available in sizes extra extra small through 4x. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know that we sent you. So after you place your order, select podcast in the survey and then select our show in the drop down menu that follows. You guys, we love you so much. We love Skims. Now let's get back to the episode.
1: you don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed.
0: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to our podcast. This is Murder With My Husband. I'm Peyton Moreland,
1: And I'm Garrett Morland. And
0: he's the husband. And I'm the husband. I know. You're surprised. We are dropping in on you on a not normally scheduled episode, but there is a case that is taking over the United States and we need to talk about it. It's
1: been crazy. I have seen it everywhere
0: so we are going to digest the gabby petito she's a missing person active right now case today garrett was actually the one okay who woke up and was like did you see this case he told me all these details about i should have had you tell this story
1: considering i know nothing else about all the other stories you tell
0: you knew a lot about this one. I
1: did. You was sending me
0: TikTok accounts. There's been a
1: ton of updates, so there's a lot I don't know. Yeah. I think there's a lot everybody doesn't know. I
0: think so. I think that there, what I was noticing is there's a lot of information, but there's a lot of different sources saying different information. So it's really hard to like find one source that has absolutely everything you want. Yeah. And because this case is continually changing day by day, like literally hour by hour, there are new updates coming out. I'm sure by the time we post this, there's going to be something else. So please, we are going to have a post of this on our Instagram. So go in the comments, leave what you know, like, let's get a thread going. Let's give updates so that we can keep this going because I'm sure it's going to go longer than just this episode. Totally.
1: And this is a little different than our normal episode.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay. So I'm just going to say some of the case sources that I have that I used. Um, There's obviously a ton, but insider.com had a really good timeline that I used. There was the body cam footage that was finally released. And so I watched the whole hour and 30 minutes of that. There's a bunch of TikTok accounts, Robin Haley, Stop It Paris um, on TikTok and more. There's actually like A lot of the big news um, sources are saying, oh, from this TikTok account, everyone says that TikTok is going to solve this, which they always say. But like there's a lot on TikTok about this. So for those of you that don't know, Gabby Petito is a 22-year-old girl from New York who went missing during a cross-country road trip with her boyfriend, Brian Laundrie. Gabby is from Blue Point in Suffolk County, and she was reported missing on September 11th, 2021. So literally just barely by her mother. Here is what we know so far and kind of like a timeline. Gabby and Brian started dating in March of 2019 and moved to Northport, Florida, where they lived together in his parents' house. According to both of their Instagram accounts, they got engaged in July of 2020. She wrote on hers, Brian asked me to marry him and I said, yes, Brian, you make life feel unreal and every day is such a dream with you. And he wrote on his, my biggest fear is that one day I'll wake up and it will have all been a dream because that is what every second has felt like since the moment we found each other till death do us part or until I wake up. I'm so happy. The answer was yes. Love you, honey. And I do have to say that this couple was kind of like aspiring to be an Instagram couple. So a lot of their life was documented on Instagram, YouTube, social stuff. So that's kind of why this is going to what come What makes in. you say that? They were just posting like a lot about their relationship. They were starting YouTube channels yeah. together. Um, and people who knew Gabby even said it was kind of like her dream to do this. It wasn't really his, but it was hers. So she was she was trying, like she was working towards this goal of being able to do this full time.
1: It sounds like they were... Traveling a lot as well. I know we're going to get into it. Yes, yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. So we do know, though, that Gabby's mom has since come forward and claimed that the couple actually called off their engagement before they went on this big cross-country trip where she went missing. And she says it was because they were too young and it was too fast. But their attorney has since come forward and said that they canceled the wedding plans because of the coronavirus, and they decided to take this trip instead. Okay. So whatever it is, that's what...
1: Sorry, his attorney or... Her attorney, her the, family's, the family's attorney. attorney. Yes,
0: who's speaking for them has come Got forward it. and said that. Um, Between the engagement and the trip they went on, Brian and Gabby decided to convert a 2012 Ford Transit van into a travel van that they could live in, which this is kind of what Garrett was getting into. A lot of YouTube couples actually do this where they like take a van, they turn it kind of into like a camper, there's a kitchen.
1: Yeah, I've watched a couple and I think it's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, so they like live in this and they just travel around and live in this. And actually, Garrett's asked me to do this a lot before, but that is not my personality. So we haven't done it. Um, <laughs> but yes, yet. but Brian and Gabby had, or Gabby mainly had watched this like you had, and was like, I want to do this. And then Brian was on board. And so they decided to convert this van and quit their jobs and travel and try to, you know, make, make a living doing that. So on July 2nd, 2021, after converting Gabby's van, Gabby and Brian decided to embark on the four-month cross-country road trip, which was Gabby's dream, like I said. They departed from Blue Point, New York, because they had actually been there to celebrate her younger brother's high school graduation, so that's why that's where the trip starts. And the trip was actually expected to end in October in Oregon, so they were really going across the country. Okay. On July 4th, Gabby uploaded the first picture from their trip to Instagram. It shows Gabby in between some rocks at Monument Rocks Natural Landmark, in Gov County, Kansas. And then Brian also posted the same day a picture of him on their van at the same place. Like this trip has started, they're posting it, they're going. On July 8th, 10th and 11th, 2021, Gabby posted some photos from Colorado. So now they've made it there. The first post was from Colorado Springs and then from Southern Colorado's Great Sand Dunes National Park and Preserve. So these couples who do this, who live in the van and travel around, they normally do like national parks. They hike, they live outdoors, sometimes they camp. That's the kind of lifestyle. So that's what they are doing. They're hitting national parks as they go. Gabby talks in this post about how the first time they kind of did a road trip, they were doing it from her little car. And so this time the van is exactly what they needed. It's so much more productive. It's It's actually pretty cool. Yeah. On July 16th, Gabby posted from Zion National Park in Utah. So now they've made their way Mm -hmm. there. She says in the post that her and Brian spent the last two nights. So the 15th and the 14th actually camping in Zion. They didn't sleep in the van. They like got a tent out camped. Um, On July 18th, she posted photos of their campsite in Zion. She also posted pictures of her and Brian together from the Narrows at Zion um, in one of the pictures they are hugging.
1: So there's documentation, there's pictures of of all this so far. And
0: this timeline is important because because of what we know later that he he's not really talking this Instagram is like okay she's alive and she was here on this date this is helping us try to figure out when everything went wrong
1: that's what's kind of crazy about these missing person cases that happen nowadays yeah because of social media there's there's just so so much much information yeah
0: So three days later, on July 21st, Gabby posts a picture of herself in Bryce Canyon National Park in Utah. Um, This is about 72 miles northeast of Zion, which is about an hour and a half drive. The next day, she posted again from Bryce Canyon saying it rained every night they've camped in these national parks and that her and Brian have continually had to fight over blankets. Hmm. On July 26th, Four days later, Gabby's account shows photos of her and Brian from the Mystic Hot Springs in Monroe, Utah. This is in the Canyonlands National Park. One of the pictures is of them kissing in the springs. Wow. Um, She posts again on Instagram on July 31st, still from the Canyonlands National Park. And then she goes silent on Instagram for 12 days.
1: So everything right now, though, seems super normal. me.
0: Right. Like it's just like like,
1: posting pictures, they're kissing. I agree. They're talking about how much they love each other.
0: Yes. So on August 12th, Gabby posts twice. One is just a photo of a landscape. And then the next is a series of photos from Arches National Park in Grand County, Utah. And Um, If you know of Utah, the Utah arches, this is what it is. Um, You can actually see her from a faraway angle in these pictures under the arches. And then there's also pictures of her and Brian under the arches. And in one of them, they're sitting under the arches kissing. Okay. But also, and this is kind of the first sign that things aren't good. On August 12th, the same day she posts these, according to a Moab police report, The Moab Police Department responded to a potential domestic violence incident between Gabby and Brian after a man identified as Christopher contacted the police. And we have body cam footage of this. This is the hour and a half long body cam footage I watched. And I would really suggest you watch it if you're interested in this case. It gives a really good idea of to where they were at, at this point in time, you get to hear her talk, you get to hear him talk, you get to see the van, you see them interacting. I, I found it really resourceful if you're interested in this case. So
1: were they charged with anything?
0: No, but they almost were. So I'll, I'll get to okay, it. Okay. So the responding officer actually ends up pursuing Gabby and Brian in their vehicle, the van, mm-hmm. because the man who called, they were fighting outside the van first and then he calls the police. That's how physical and loud this fight got. It was in a parking lot. And then they eventually worked their way into the van and drove away. So by the time the, the, time the police were responding, they were having to pursue them like, following them, chasing them in the van. Oh, got it. Got it, got it, got it. So they are following them. um, And then the cop eventually pulls the van over after the van was driving 45 miles per hour in a 15 mile per hour zone. And it was also driving erratically. It was colliding with the curb. It was swerving lanes. Like obviously something was going on.
1: So maybe they were fighting.
0: Yeah, so the officer pulls the van over and approaches Gabby. And um, Gabby's crying in the passenger seat and Brian is driving she actually cries the whole time the officer is there like every time she's on the footage she's not not crying he didn't believe the situation actually escalated to the level of domestic assault as much as a mental health crisis so okay. that's what they classified it which is why no one ends up being charged
1: like almost like they were both having breakdowns
0: yes and, and so, they were in a big fight yes so no one's charged okay this is the actual report from one officer that i'm gonna read I arrived on scene and observed as two park officers also arrived. So there's multiple police there. I assisted officer Robbins with his investigation until I was called away to a different report. Before leaving, I spoke with the male driver of the van, which is Brian, and the female, which is Gabby, and also called Chris to get more information from him. And Chris is the guy who called the cops. So he spoke to the witness as well. Um, All three individuals gave me a similar and consistent story consisting that Brian had some sort of argument with Gabby. Brian tried to create distance by telling Gabby to go take a walk to calm down Gabby didn't want to be separated from him. And so she began slapping him, hitting him. She was getting frustrated as he was like saying, go walk away. She was like, no way. We're going to continue fighting. Brian begins yelling at her, get away from me. He gets in the car. He locks her out of the car. And then the officer says he grabbed her face and pushed her back as she pressed up on him and the van. That's how it was worded. Okay. Um, He tried to lock her out and succeeded except for his driver's door. She opened that and forced her way over him and into the vehicle passenger side before it began driving off. So this is what Chris, the witness, saw. They're fighting outside the van. He gets in the van, says, leave, locks her out. She goes over to his door, pulls it open, hitting him, scratching him. He's yelling, pushing her, get away. She climbs in the van over him and gets in the passenger seat and then they begin driving away. Okay, got it. So no one actually reported that Brian hit her. Both Brian and Gabby said um, afterwards that they are in love and engaged to be married, even though both her family has said that they've called it off and they desperately don't want to, you know, see anyone charged with a crime. There were no significant injuries reported and both agreed that Gabby suffers from serious anxiety. And so that's why they just said we're not going to charge anyone. It's pretty crazy so far. Yeah. So although not wanting to separate that night, Gabby actually stayed in the van while Brian checked into a hotel at request of the officers. They said, if we're not going to charge you, then you guys need to separate for the night. So the body cam footage shows Gabby and Brian explaining what happened, the fighting, and the why. Gabby is distraught and sobbing the whole time. Gabby says that she shoved, scratched, and hit Brian. Brian says like he shoved her off in defense. Um, Brian actually has scratches and marks on his body that they take pictures of. Um, But both of them keep saying they love each other over and over. He says that the fight started because they were both annoyed. He was dirty and she was bothered by some flies. She says that she was working on her website and he was giving her crap and not believing in her. So Gabby says this a couple times to the cops on the footage. She says, like, I'm, I quit my job and I'm trying to do this full time. So mm-hmm. I'm building a website. I'm starting a YouTube. I want to, like, record this and make money. And he doesn't believe in me. Okay. He doesn't think that I'm going to be able to do this. Which she says multiple times, which I found weird because then why go on the trip with her? I mean, maybe he just wanted to go to national parks, Um, but I can see why this escalated to what it did. She says that she likes the van orderly and that he was like purposely messing it up. And then that's what triggered the big fight. Brian actually asks for the police for a checklist of things. He needs to like, get rid of the charges and the fallout. He doesn't want anything to happen from this. So the cops decide they won't charge her with domestic assault and they separate them. And, really in the body cam footage the cops say over and over gabby is the primary aggressor that if someone was going to jail it would have been her okay they they stop they send them home everything and another week goes by without any posts from from gabby on instagram so
1: how long before is this that when she went missing how many days
0: So we're at August 19th, which is seven days after the incident. And she goes missing August 25th, 30th, around around there. there. So we're close. Okay. We're close. So on August 19th, this is seven days after the fight that the police, like it was big enough that the police came. The couple actually launched their YouTube channel called Nomadic Static, which I don't, when I say the couple, I think I mean just Gabby, because it sounds like he wasn't on board with this. This YouTube channel was actually created in November, 2013 by Gabby, um, but she was now like converting 2013, Yeah. But wow. she was now going to convert that old YouTube channel to their YouTube okay. channel. Um, so Gabby uploads an eight minute, um, like Blog. video. Yes. Of their cross country travel so far. And you can watch that on YouTube to kind of see what I've explained up to now has been like, it's like to music. They are So she talking. really
1: wanted to actually she wanted to totally. vlog. She yeah, wanted she to was, vlog the she trip. She was vlogging everything. this, yeah. Okay.
0: Um, also on August 19th, Gabby posts on Instagram showing the interior and exterior of the van. And unlike all of her other posts up to this point, there is no location attached to this photo. So on Instagram, you can upload and say, like, a geo tag, like, this is where I'm at. For, like before this, it was like, I'm in Kansas. I'm at this national park. I'm here. I'm in Colorado. I'm in Utah. And now this one doesn't have a geotag, which is weird for a like cross country van living Instagram. Yes. Um, On August 21st, two days later, Gabby's father said he placed an Uber Eats order for the couple in Salt Lake City. So now they've made it to Salt Lake. Gabby's father has come forward and say, "No. She I was talking to her. She said there's been a power outage. We don't have Wi-Fi and we need food. Can you please order us food?" Was
1: there a power outage? Could you confirm that?
0: I'm Okay, I'm pretty sure this was when there was the big windstorm.
1: Oh, okay. And, For those of you who don't know, we're in Utah. Yes. This is why we're saying this. And I,
0: there was a really big windstorm and people lost power. So I'm it guessing Salt Lake or, might've lost power. If
1: anyone knows, mention it in our social media yeah. somewhere.
0: But anyway, she tells her dad and her dad says, yes, like I ordered them food to Salt Lake. He's positive it was Salt Lake. Interesting. And this was the last day that her dad spoke to her, like on the phone spoke to her. And she was in Salt Lake. He ordered their food to Salt Lake.
1: Dang, that's crazy. So that changes a lot. I, I had no idea.
0: You didn't know they made it to I Salt Lake. I didn't. A lot, did of, I. a lot of what
1: you're saying, I I didn't know. There's a lot of little pieces that are coming out now. Yeah, I had no idea.
0: Um, so Gabby's parents actually say that the couple left Salt Lake City on August twenty fourth. And that they were supposedly heading to Grand Teton National Park in Wyoming. And August 24th was the last time that Gabby's mom spoke to her over FaceTime. So she saw her face. So Gabby's alive. She's well because her mom is speaking to her on FaceTime. On
1: the way to the Tetons. Leaving
0: Salt Lake City, uh, supposedly going to the Tetons. She says that Gabby and Brian, yeah, were departing Salt Lake City while she was talking to her. So Gabby FaceTimed her mom about three times a week this whole entire time, this whole cross-country trip. She's been FaceTiming her mom three times a week. So it was pretty normal for them to talk that often. On August 25th, the next day, Gabby posted for the last time on Instagram. And this is just, I mean, what, it's September what? This was just August 25th. Mm -hmm. The photo is of her smiling and holding a pumpkin saying, happy Halloween. Now, once again, this photo has no location tagged. Um, The photo actually, I mean, our internet sleuths came together and figured out that this photo appears to have been taken at an artistic hub in Ogden, Utah, which Ogden, Utah is about 45 minutes away from Salt Lake City. Gabby's family says that they still got texts from Gabby's phone until August 30th, which is roughly five days after their last FaceTime call where they heard her voice they saw her.
1: So my question is has the family Gabby's family said anything about if they thought it was her or not her?
0: The family has come out since and said that they do not think those texts were from Gabby. Okay. That they were short they didn't sound like her they normally FaceTimed it was weird according to them. Okay. The last text that they got on the 30th said no cell service at Yosemite.
1: Which is hard because like, I wonder if you start overanalyzing it and thinking it. Yeah. Right. um, Um,
0: But this text that says no cell service at Yosemite. So Gabby's family said that that last text about it saying no service at Yosemite was weird because Gabby had told them earlier that she was heading to Yellowstone. I thought they
1: were going to the Tetons.
0: I think after the Tetons, they were going to Yellowstone.
1: Got it. So there's, a, there's because, a hole somewhere.
0: And I think because the whole time they've been going, it all makes sense, right? Like yep. the whole path really makes sense. But now all of a sudden, instead of just going All right, you guys, Audible is your one-stop app for all things audio entertainment, from bestsellers and the latest releases to celebrity memoirs and gripping mysteries. Audible's library is brimming with countless genres to love and new discoveries to make. Dive into an unparalleled selection of audiobooks and explore exclusive Audible originals brought to life by top celebrities, renowned experts, and fresh voices.
1: As an Audible member, you can choose one title a month to keep from their entire catalog in including the latest bestsellers and new releases. Plus, you can enjoy unlimited access to a growing selection of audiobooks, Audible Originals, and podcasts such as their selection is designed to captivate and surprise, ensuring your heart rate remains as elevated as your imagination.
0: New members can try Audible for free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash MWMH or text MWMH to 500-500. That's audible.com slash MWMH or text MWMH to 500, 500. That's Taking charge of my health is all about being super conscious of what I fuel my body with. Whether it's food or supplements, I'm constantly on the lookout for the top choices, and that's why I'm stoked to share with all of you, Thorn.
1: dot fit slash husband code husband these statements have not been evaluated by the food and drug administration the product is not intended to diagnose treat cure or prevent any disease fast forward to the end of 2024 think of your goals what can you do right now to give yourself the best chance of succeeding If you want to learn a new language you absolutely should get Babbel.
0: be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works hola don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks.
1: Babbel designed by real people for real conversations. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world.
0: So a lot of people don't know that Garrett is actually fluent in Spanish, so I feel like like I wanted to keep up my game and my goal is to be able to have a conversation with Garrett fully in Spanish by the end of the year and I feel like I probably will hit that. Plus Babel's speech recognition technology helps you improve your pronunciation and accent. This is the hard part for me.
1: Here's a special limited time deal for you guys right now. Get up to 60% off your Babel subscription but only for you guys at babbel.com/husband. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com/husband. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash husband. Rules and restrictions may apply.
0: From the Tetons to Yellowstone, she says no service at Yosemite, which would be Tetons to California? When they're supposed yeah. to end in Oregon?
1: Yeah, that's weird. Well, they could have gone to California. They could, have.
0: they could have, but they've come forward and said she was supposed to be going to Yellowstone, and so Yosemite was weird.
1: Because if you go to the Tetons, it would make sense then to go to Yellowstone.
0: Yes, yes, so... I mean, I think this is all just speculation, right? But Correct. like, it's weird. Um, on September 1st, so that was the 30th, right? Mm-hmm. That that text was sent. On September 1st, Brian returns home to Florida where he and Gabby had been living with his parents. Um, and we don't believe Gabby was with him. We believe all of a sudden he's back in Florida by himself. Even though on the 30th, she sent a text to her parents saying, sorry, no service in Yosemite.
1: So how did he get back home?
0: So I think he drove the van.
1: I wonder if this timeline even-
0: Makes sense.
1: Even makes sense.
0: I'm pretty sure he drove the van. Now you have to understand that not all these details have come out. I also read somewhere that maybe- in the middle of the cross country trip, he flew home and left her with the van alone to clean out a storage unit that hasn't been confirmed. I've just read that on a couple sources. There's
1: a bunch of
0: details floating. and everything. But, and also like, you got to leave a cross country trip to clean out a storage unit. Yeah. When he's living with his parents. So it's not like he's got to like rent or you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So 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 he's back at home. Yeah. So he's back at home on September 1st. He's back at home. Also on September 1st, Gabby's Spotify playlist that she shared with Brian adds songs to it, Um, which this could have been from her. It could have been from Brian. We don't know. All we know is that on September 1st, songs were added to her Spotify playlist. And some people are weirded out by the type of songs that are added, but I'm not going to dig into that because I what's weird and what's not, I don't constitute that. If you, if you listen to certain music that I don't like, that doesn't make you weird. You know what I mean? So after not hearing from Gabby for a while, her mother reports her missing on September 11th. So he came home on September 1st by September 11th, she reports Gabby missing.
1: Do you know if the parents were reaching out to Brian and saying, Hey, we can't get a hold of Gabby. Where's Gabby at?
0: I, I don't know. I don't know for sure. All I know is that when the whole fight happened with the cops and the body cam footage come out, Brian tells police he doesn't have a phone. He says, I don't have a cell phone. So if we get separated, this is when they were like, are we going to charge her? There's a no contact order. We have to separate them. He goes, well, I don't have a cell phone. So how is she going to know where to pick me up? Like after I go to the courthouse and say, no, it's fine. I'm not pressing charges.
1: I wonder if that's been confirmed because she was tagging him in Instagram photos, right? Yes. And he was
0: posting Instagram photos. Oh, he
1: was posting. So he had the same time. So he had a phone or he
0: was using hers. He was using her Spotify.
1: Oh man. This so is we crazy. don't know, but
0: he tells the cops. This is while she's alive. None of this has happened. I'm, con- I'm
1: kind of invested in this.
0: That, yeah, she t- he tells the cops I don't have a cell phone. So I'm like cuz I thought the same thing. If if it was me and you and my parents hadn't heard from me, they would contact you. Mm-hmm. They would reach out to you. So I thought the same thing, but then he said I don't have a cell phone. So then I'm thinking maybe that answers my question. Maybe they didn't know how to reach him because he didn't have a cell phone.
1: So September 11th comes, she reports her missing. It, yes, and that's when I probably started seeing everything yes, on social and media. I
0: think because I know that this is 10 days since the last text they got from her and like 16 to 17 days since the last time they heard her voice and saw her over FaceTime. But you have to understand that it takes a while. Like a lot of people are saying, why did it take them so long? It takes a while to report an adult missing who is on, who is on a cross-country trip where the last text they sent said no service, and they are constantly in national parks with no service. Yeah. You have to understand that you can't just the next day be like, oh, I think they're missing. Understandable. Like, she's clear across the country. She's constantly going in and out of service. I mean, it's going to take them a while, and it's going to take a while to convince police that something has happened, right? So the Suffolk County Police Department said they have been investigating the disappearance since this missing person report at 6.55 p.m. on September 11th, 2021. They said the second they reported her, we've been investigating.
1: Is the FBI involved now?
0: Yes. Okay, But that didn't happen till just this week, like just okay. barely. So police actually, the second they get the missing reports, they start investigating and they are like, well, We have to get to Brian because her family basically said she left with her boyfriend on this cross country trip. We haven't heard from her and we don't know where he is. So the police are like, we got to contact police in Florida. We got to see if he's back home because that's his known residence, right? That's his address. They go to his address and outside of his parents' house is Gabby's van, which is why I think he drove the van back because how did the van get there?
1: He had to have.
0: I, I think this is a little weird that it was only two days between Yosemite and Florida. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I feel like that's, I mean, that's weird. So anyways, they find the van outside and they're like, well, maybe she's home. Like maybe she just is mad at her parents. So they go up, they ring the doorbell. They're like, Hey, we're here looking for her. Have you seen her? And his parents are like, no comment. And they're like, okay, what is she here? No comment. No comment. Okay, can we talk to Brian? Because supposedly he was the last person with her. No, you can't talk to him. Here's the number for his attorney.
1: What?
0: Yes. So they're like, red flag, red flag, red flag. Something is wrong. He's not talking and she's not here. They're like, she's not here. She's not here.
1: What in the But her world? van is
0: here that she was using to travel with him just days earlier, supposedly.
1: Holy crap, that's insane.
0: Yes, so... Um, They confiscate the vehicle because it's hers. It's not his. So they take the vehicle, which I didn't know that they had the van. So they take the van and they try to talk to Brian. He says no. Well, his family says no. Um, And this is for me what makes this case atrocious and what made this blow up. Because Gabby's family currently at this point doesn't know where Gabby is or where she last was and how Brian made it back from Utah... Wyoming to Florida without reporting her missing, like not contacting the police or yep. still not talking to them. So if she died accidentally with him in Utah, like say they were traveling from Salt Lake, Ogden, they made it to the Teton, so they're in Wyoming and she dies on accident. Why would he not immediately call the police like any other citizen would do?
1: Well, apparently they're in California, according to the text messages. Right,
0: um, why drive back to Florida and not say anything if it was an accident? Yeah if he killed her in Utah, still, why drive to Florida and not say anything? Why not set up a fake story like every other guy who kills his girlfriend or his wife, put on the crocodile tears, say it was an accident. She just went missing. I don't know what happened to her. Someone else killed her, right? That's the usual route for these things. Yeah. Why drive and not say anything? Very- Weird.
1: The whole thing is crazy. Like
0: it just, it like-
1: Because we, I don't know a lot of these details, but we talked about it for one second in the car. And I said, the weird thing to me, like, I understand he's not talking because he's had, he has an attorney. It's like, I, I understand that part. I know it's, I know it's still weird. I know it's crazy, but I get it. It's legal stuff. He has an attorney. I mm-hmm. get why he's not talking now. What's now. Correct. What's weird to me is that he didn't call the police. Like if Peyton, if Peyton was in danger or had something had happened to her, if she whatever it fell is. Fell off a
0: cliff. If I went missing, if someone kidnapped me I would by gunpoint.
1: I would have called the police. My first instinct would have been, I need to help my wife.
0: And plain devil's advocate, if you killed me.
1: Correct. Well, please.
0: but I'm saying if you killed me, like almost every other case we cover, yeah.
1: there's usually you would normal, set up a, a story. There's usually a normal route.
0: You would still call the police and be like, oh my gosh, my wife fell off the cliff. You know what I mean? Like, th- it's just not the normal route we see for accidental or on purpose. It's uh, just weird.
1: And I know a lot of this is speculation. Usually we don't speculate like this.
0: But because this case is ongoing, that's Correct. all people can do. There's no, I mean, I well, mean, there's
1: well, a lot of facts.
0: Yes. But also, we're looking for her. Yes. I mean, a lot of, like, I'm in Utah. I don't know where she last was. We mm-hmm. really don't. The last time she talked to her parents, she was in Utah.
1: So is there any more information?
0: Yes. So on September 14th, after this case has now gone viral and everyone is asking for answers from Brian, like if you go to his Instagram, all the comments, where is she? Man up. Tell us where she is. Why aren't you talking? What did you do to her? Brian's lawyer actually releases a statement for him. This is the first time he's saying anything. It's a big deal. This is the statement. This is understandably an extremely difficult time for both the Petito family and the Laundry family. It is our understanding that a search has been organized for Miss Petito in or near Grand Teton National Park in Wyoming. On behalf of the Laundry family, it is our hope that the search for Miss Petito is successful and that Miss Petito is reunited with her family. On the advice of counsel, the Laundry family is remaining in the background at this juncture and will have no further comment.
1: What the heck happened to her? Where is she?
0: So I would, like I'm just
1: thinking about it as you're reading yeah.
0: that. I would like to point out not once did they mention Brian by name. They said the laundry family already, they're trying to separate him from what happened. They're not mentioning him like they're, they're being legal, right? Like they're doing mm-hmm. what they do. Um, so Gabby's family actually releases a statement the same day. So it's kind of like this battle between attorneys talking for their clients. They release a statement begging for Brian to tell them what happened to Gabby and where she is, obviously. Um, Even if she just went missing, why not say anything about it? That's what they ask. So the GoFundMe for Gabby is actually started this day for Gabby, the investigation and family. Um, And we will have that linked. If you want to donate, this is active. We are looking, we're spreading awareness. If you've seen her, we will be posting pictures, all of that. On September 15th, the police named Brian as a person of interest. So this was just yesterday. I don't know at what point you're listening to this, but for us, this was yesterday. They name him as a person of interest, which Which is... No, Garrett sur- doesn't think this is a big deal.
1: Well, cause I feel like if Not any family member were to go missing, the yes. husband, wife, whoever it is, is usually
0: the first suspect. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, um, Gabby's family releases a statement yesterday, the same day, the 15th saying, Brian, your silence is reprehensible. We beg you to do the right thing and help us bring Gabby home. Brian, whatever happened in Wyoming happened. The only thing you can control is what you do now. Tell us where Gabby is. You tarnish your love for her with your silence. Oh man. So Brian's lawyer releases the following statement the same day yesterday as a combat and says, in my experience, intimate partners are often the first person law enforcement focuses their attention on in cases like this. And the warning that any statement will be used against you is true. Regardless of whether my client has anything to do with Miss Petito's disappearance, as such on the advice of counsel, Mr. Laundrie is not speaking on this matter.
1: Do you think it's interesting that he said, regardless if my client has something to do with it or not? Is that legal talk? Um, why um, wouldn't he say-
0: my, My client, client has, has nothing, to do, nothing to
1: do with this. Because
0: I think he was trying to make a point by saying-
1: Like regardless-
0: Anything you say can and will be used against you. He's okay. saying, even if he has nothing to do with it, it's gonna be held against him. Got it. That's what I think he was saying. Um, so today, uh, September 16th, 2021, police said they are working with the FBI. So just barely today, they announced Mm -hmm. it and that they are getting phone records and bake statements. So now they're digging through locations and everything like that. So we probably will have a more solid timeline soon, Um, but they're not releasing any of that information. And the FBI is also now analyzing the van themselves. So the van is still in their custody. Okay. They also say that Brian can't be brought in yet for hindering the investigation or for stealing the van because it's her van. Yep. Like you were saying earlier, I don't think it's weird that he lawyered up and is not talking now. I think if it was Garrett, if it was anyone, I would say, don't talk, get a lawyer, never do that. But I do think it's weird that he didn't talk in the first place. I think that's what makes this case extremely weird and extremely gross. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's weird that even if you just up and left her, like you were trying to do, you locked her out and you drove away. I think it's weird that you're still now not saying anything that yeah. she hasn't come forward. She hasn't called her parents. Something obviously happened. It feels to me that after watching the body cam footage, and keep in mind, I'm not a professional, mm-hmm. but from personal opinion, from watching the body cam footage, I think that their relationship was toxic. I think it was codependent. I think Gabby got triggered and spiraled when Brian tried to leave, like tried to lock her out. That's when things really went bad. That's when things got physical. Um, and I think that he doesn't help her and she doesn't help him in that like situation right then. That's what I was getting from that relationship. And to me, that means it was just a ticking time bomb. Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know if I can judge everything off of that one scene. Because I agree. There's just so much to relationship a relationship. Right. In general. So I'm, I mean, I definitely, something's weird.
0: Yes. He, I agree. He didn't
1: call the police. He didn't say anything. He was in, Somehow the phone said Yosemite. Then we were the Tetons, and it's just it's, it's not adding. It's up. weird.
0: Um. So a family actually posted a photo. These are kind of like. I don't want to say conspiracy theories, but some very not checked facts from from the police. Okay. Um, a family posted a photo at the Grand Tetons before Gabby went missing. And in the photo, you can see a girl laying on a rock in the background. You can't see her face. You can just see a body laying back there. People have pulled up a photo that Gabby posted on her own Instagram, and she's wearing the same outfit as the girl laying in the photo. It's like the same outfit. What? So people are saying, this is proof. All this does for us is prove that Gabby was at the Grand Tetons. Keep in mind, this hasn't been verified. Also, people are saying, because it was posted on Facebook, you can edit photos on Facebook after you've posted them. Could have been Photoshopped. Could have been Photoshopped. The family says, no, no, it wasn't Photoshopped. The time we posted it, we didn't even know she was missing. They could have seen a missing flyer, went in and immediately Photoshopped it. So we don't know for sure. But if that is true, she made it to the Tetons. Brian also uploaded photos on his Instagram of pictures of him alone after she went missing.
1: No way.
0: Yes. So he wasn't just like radio silent, which if he doesn't have a phone, how was he uploading unless he was home in Florida and he was using someone else's or phone he or he left his home or he was using her phone. Okay. Which I think is weird.
1: That's no matter weird. what happened,
0: you guys got in a fight, you broke up, I you won- decided to go your separate ways. You kill her, she dies by accident, whatever happened, I think it's weird he posted.
1: I wonder if they can tell which device it was uploaded from. I assume they totally can.
0: I'm sure they can, but they're not releasing that, which yeah. they said. They're just barely starting to get into phone records. Okay. Another weird thing is at the same time that Brian and Gabby were in Moab when they got in their fight and everything, two women named that were dating named Crystal Turner and Kylan Schultz were murdered in Moab at the same time, they were shot to death. Um, They were last seen on August 13th. Keep in mind, Brian and Gabby's fight happened on August 12th in Moab. So you're like, okay, like coincidence, but could just be a coincidence. The weird part is, is that Kylan worked at the grocery store where in that parking lot, Gabby and Brian got in their physical altercation that led cops to them.
1: that is mind blowing. So, which, like you said, it could just be coincidence. I mean,
0: I just had to put that out there. People yeah. are talking about it. It's just weird. Another
1: speculation. Yeah,
0: it's just weird that she's missing, and they got in a fight the same day, basically the day before these girls were last seen and found murdered.
1: What the heck? And
0: now she's missing.
1: What is going on?
0: People were speculating that maybe they were the ones that called the cops on Gabby and Brian. Like she was working, saw them fighting, called. But then the cops came out and said, no, it was a man named Christopher. Yeah. Maybe they called too. I don't know. We don't know that. But that's what people were speculating. So that's all we have. So far on this case. And like I said, it's going to be updating every hour. So get on the like, get on the comment thread. If we missed anything that you've seen, comment it there. Really, our main purpose is that we spread awareness so that if Gabby is out there and alive or hurt or needing help, people know. Yep. So that is our main focus. So spread awareness, talk about it, comment. If you have any leads, the FBI has set up a national hotline to receive tips at 800-CALL-FBI. That's 800-225-5324. And it is the primary line for information related to Gabby Petito. All right, you guys, we have a normally scheduled episode coming up this week, but we will also keep you guys updated on this case as well. So stay tuned. I love it. And I hate it. Goodbye.